0: We have breaking news, and that is a federal judge has blocked the approval of the FDA of the abortion pill. We'll talk about it today on the program. Also, a pro-abortion organization comes out with a study saying that abortions have decreased 96% in states that have outlawed it. I thought if you uh, banned abortion, that didn't decrease abortions. At least that's what we hear from the other side, isn't it? And then finally, we're going to continue our series, Pro-Aborts of TikTok. Today on the program, episode four. You're listening to The Mark Harrington Show, and you can go to MarkHarrington.org to find out about the program, and obviously you can subscribe to it on all the popular podcasting platforms, as well as we are on all the social media sites. Instagram and TikTok. So you can pick us up anytime you like on any of those platforms. So we're going to start today. We're going to kind of invert things. I'm going to be starting out commenting about the Pro Aborts of TikTok. And this has been a series that we've been doing on the Mark Carrington show. And so I want to begin with those clips. So let's go ahead and start. This is the first clip Pro Aborts of TikTok. Why does a fetus still have more rights than a woman? Because a fetus still has a chance of becoming a man. Well, this is a uh, drag queen, Uh, pretty gross in my opinion, it's pretty gross. But the drag queen says that fetuses have more rights than women do. And she says that they're male and female, that they're male and female. I didn't believe that uh, people that identified as transgender believed in women and men. Uh, We understand, first of all, that a fetus is either male or female because of their genitalia. That's what determines whether they're male or female. And fetuses don't have any rights. Uh, Women have rights. They're born. They have rights. Fetuses have zero rights. That's why, unfortunately, we kill them by abortion. All right, next clip. I say I'm pro-abortion instead of pro-choice now. Because unfortunately it took me way too long until I'm now 24, like literally in the last few days of doing my own research, to understand the history of how the pro-life movement, that word, the wording, was in an attempt to make anything other than being pro-life something that was not on the moral high ground. By saying pro-life, it's implying that the other side is pro-death. But that is not the case. Being pro-abortion is being pro-life for the person with the uterus who is advocating for their choice and their rights. I am pro-abortion. That does not mean that I am pro-death. That- what a bunch of gibberish. You know, it's incredible. First of all, pro-choice is pro-abortion. Let me explain. If you said, I'm pro-choice on slavery, and you believed in removing the protections on uh, lynching African-Americans... That would make you pro-slavery, not pro-choice. So pro-choice is pro-abortion. You take away the protections of the unborn. You're supporting the killing of unborn children. That's number one. Plus, we need to define what the word abortion means. It means the intentional killing of an innocent, unborn human being. So you're pro-that. You're pro-murder. You're pro-killing unborn children. And I, for one, identify as anti-abortion. That means it's enough for me to be against abortion uh, and not just pro-life. Those are interchangeable terms to me. But I think anti-abortion is more descriptive of who I am and what we are as a movement. All right, next clip. These children? How many of you adopted, though? How many of you adopted, though? How many many of you adopted? Is, is it an irrelevant question? How many children have you adopted? How many have yeah, you adopted? None? I'm going to guess none. To oh, well. Their- well, there you go. The, the, the premise that this pro-abortion woman is making, and that is this, that in order to be pro-life, you have to adopt every unwanted, unborn child in the world. And if you don't do that, then you can't be against abortion. Uh, Second of all, these are young people. They're probably not parents. They're probably not married. They're not in a position to adopt, even if they could. That's for sure. But let's try a little thought experiment. Let's say, you know, we have a plot to kill all the born unwanted children in America, and you uncovered that plot, and you did everything you could to foil that plot. Does that also follow that you, you can't just Oppose that without adopting all the unwanted born children first? Obviously not. You could oppose that plot to kill all the born unwanted children without having to be required to adopt them all. So, the, the, again, the assumption here is that the unborn aren't human. That's the issue. All right, next clip. We're here in New York City asking people their thoughts on abortion. Do you know who you're interviewing? Sorry, no, please do I'm Alexander Sanger. I'm the former president of Planned Parenthood of New York. My, grandma, my grandmother Sanger. is Margaret Sanger, who yeah. founded Planned Parenthood. You cannot make abortion go away by criminalizing it. Mm-hmm. All you do is you make it unsafe. Wrong. First of all, I would stand back from this gentleman because I'd be afraid that there's going to be a lightning strike pretty soon. Uh, a relative of Margaret Sanger. First of all, he's a man. He's telling him, this other gentleman, what his views on abortion. I thought men couldn't have positions on abortion. Second of all, he's saying if you criminalize abortion, you make it unsafe. You know, we we often criminalize rape, incest. We criminalize bank robbery. We criminalize things that we deem to be immoral. And because they're immoral, that's okay to do that. We don't make it safe for the person to victimize another person. Again, the assumption here is that the unborn aren't human. We have to solve the question of what is it. If the unborn are human, then no argument for abortion makes any sense whatsoever, despite the fact that this gentleman was a a relative of Margaret Sanger. uh, It still doesn't make sense that if you criminalize abortion, it makes it unsafe for women. We shouldn't make it safe to break the law. We shouldn't make it safe to kill people, period. All right, next clip. So the Planned Parenthood in my town is in the same strip mall as the Spirit Halloween. The Planned Parenthood in my town also doesn't provide abortions. And yet, despite that fact, every day there are protesters with signs outside saying, abortion is murder, this is terrible, damn this place to hell. So what I'm thinking about doing is going into the spirit Halloween and finding a clown outfit and then making myself a sign so I can stand next to them. And my sign will just read, I just wanted to look stupid too. Thoughts? Opinions? So here's my opinion. Uh, Planned Parenthoods provide referrals to abortions if they don't provide them themselves They'll refer to abortion. That's why pro-life activists stand out in front of them, number one. Number two, Planned Parenthoods, uh, those facilities also provide Plan B, which is an abortifacient. It kills a baby once that baby is conceived in the womb. It's a backup form of birth control. So that's why pro-lifers stand in front of Planned Parenthoods, because Planned Parenthood is the number one abortion provider in America, and people that stand out in front of them don't look stupid. In fact, they're the smartest people in our country because they understand what abortion is and does to an unborn baby. All right, friends, we want to deal with these two top stories, These this breaking news. The first is that the abortion pill has been blocked. Uh, the FB, FDA approving the abortion pill has been blocked by a federal judge. So we want to deal with that first, and then we would talk about how, uh, according to this abortion uh, organization, that uh, abortions have decreased 96 percent in 13 states, which severely restricted or outlawed abortion. So let's deal with the abortion pill uh, being blocked uh, by the the approval of it by the FDA being blocked by a federal judge. So what we're seeing here, just to understand, is this legal tug of war in a post-Roe America. And that is because now that the, the uh, Supreme Court has said that the states now have the ability to ban abortion or restrict it severely, that situations like this where the abortion pill was approved by the FDA comes under new scrutiny by the federal court system, as it should. Because the abortion pill is abortion, just like surgical abortion. So states are moving to ban abortion, whether it's chemical or surgical. So that's the the new landscape to which we find ourselves in now in a post-Roe America. So that's number one. And that's why there's this legal tug of war. Uh The bottom line is the the FDA approved the abortion pill almost two decades ago for use in the United States. There was never a law passed. The Congress never passed a law to legalize it and to put it into effect and and make it available to American women. The FDA just did it out of nowhere. Uh, So they just made a rule and said, this is what we're going to do. We approve the abortion pill. And now it's finally come under scrutiny by a federal judge because we're now in a post-Roe America. And we've also seen that the abortion pill over the last several months or even years since the COVID pandemic where the FDA took that opportunity in the COVID pandemic to loosen and almost remove all the restrictions on the abortion pill. And so we saw the Biden administration take away all the protections that were there. In other words, women could get the abortion pill without a face-to-face meeting with a doctor or physician. Uh, They could get the pill by Zoom. And now they are approving the pill to be uh, uh, available by prescription in pharmacies like Walgreens and CVS. So things are moving at light speed on on this front of the uh, chemical abortion issue. And so Uh, We're thankful that this federal judge has finally said that activist judges are no longer going to uh, make the decisions here. Uh, We're going to follow the rule of law. And so we expect that this uh, decision will get challenged by the Biden administration, probably end up in front of the United States Supreme Court in short order, and eventually it will be uh, resolved by them. But let's be clear what the uh, abortion pill does. Uh, it's a, and I say pill, it's actually two pills. It's a two part regimen. The first is using a pill called mifeprestone. And what that does is starve the baby to death by uh, thinning the line of the uterus so the unborn child cannot implant in the uterus. That's number one. That is stage one of the two part regimen. Number two is what we call misoprostol. Which expels the baby after the baby's been killed by mifeprestone, expels the baby by bringing about contractions. And then the baby is delivered dead. That is the abortion pill. That is chemical abortion, okay? So the first pill, mifeprestone, is the one that the FDA is now, or, or I'm sorry, that this federal judge has not approved. For use in the United States. And so this will go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, pro-abortion advocates have already said, oh, no big deal. We'll just prescribe misoprostol, which is the, the drug that induces contractions. Now, think about that. So now women can kill their baby just by taking a pill that induces contractions. So we've converted the 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 homes of American women uh, into abortion clinics. We've converted bathrooms and toilets into abortion facilities. That's what the abortion pill has done. And we're thankful that this federal judge has put a uh, stop or a block on the FDA approval abortion pill. And we'll see what happens when it makes its way up to the United States Supreme Court But anything we can put in the way of the abortion industry and killing babies is a good thing. All right. The second piece of information, this news that's breaking as of today, and that is a study coming out from this pro-abortion organization that says the babies are being saved in states that ban abortion. Well, no, duh. We always understood that if you make abortion illegal, you're likely going to decrease its frequency, despite the fact that pro-abortion advocates... From time and mater- eternity, they've, in the past and present, and every day I hear this when I'm on college campuses, they'll say, if you make abortion illegal, you're not going to decrease its frequency. They'll point to countries across the globe, communist countries, other countries where it might be illegal, and say the abortion rate's just as high as it would be anywhere else in the Western world, which isn't true, but that's what they try to use. That's their Propaganda and trying to keep it legal, because they say if you make it illegal, people are going to still have abortions. And that's just not the case. I mean, pro-abortion advocates are coming out with their own data, their own studies, their own information, basically saying if you make abortion illegal, it decreases the number of abortions, which is what we've known all along. So this is a good thing that we're seeing in a pro-stro America, that there are states in the nation where almost zero abortions are being uh, committed, And that's a good thing. Uh, now, keep in mind in this in this study, apparently they did not include the abortion pill in the study. So that obviously is going to change these numbers, because as we know, women can uh, procure the abortion pill quite easily uh, through uh, even mail in uh, abortion, uh, uh, mail in orders. And so that's something to keep our eyes on. Uh, You know, let me just say this. There are folks out there that say, you know, nothing's changed in a post-Roe America. There are just as many women killing their babies as there was before. I think this study mitigates against that. It says that that's not the case, that there are fewer abortions in America, and that's a good thing. Obviously, we got a lot of work to do. Abortion remains legal in a lot of states, and even in the states where it's illegal, Women are able, to, in many cases, to get the abortion pill mailed to them uh, through an online pharmacy. So we understand that we've got a challenge ahead of us, but we need to be willing to see good news, recognize good news, and, uh, and take that as encouragement to continue the fight. So that's, uh, that's all I got for you today here on the uh, program here on the Mark Harrington Show Friends, once again, go to MarkHarrington.org to find out more about the program. I am the president of Created Equal. And we've got a couple of things coming up that I'd like you to be part of. The first is if you live in the state of Ohio, we are sounding the alarm that the pro-abortion folks are already collecting signatures for a ballot measure that could end up on the ballot in November of 2023. And they have until July 5th to do so. If you want to volunteer for our efforts here in the state of Ohio, you can go to the website volunteer.createdequal.org. That's volunteer.createdequal.org. And on that website, there is a map. And that map will allow you to let us know if you see uh, pro-abortion individuals collecting signatures in your area. It allows you to put a pin on the map. And then if you go there, you can see where that's happening. and You can respond, kind of your own rapid response team in your own community. And so we're trying to organize people across the state to be part of what we call the Decline to Sign campaign to hopefully keep the pro-abortion folks from actually getting the necessary signatures to put this on the ballot. And then finally, I just covet your prayers. We're heading out on Sunday to New York. We'll be going to three college campuses in the state of New York, and that is occupied territory, friends, uh, when it comes to abortion. These blue states are hostile to the pro-life message, and we expect a great deal of opposition in these states so, and, and in, the, in these colleges. So I, I would covet your prayers for our own safety and effectiveness as we're out spreading the message of life and the gospel of Jesus Christ to those who we come across on college campuses. So we'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to MarkHarringtonShow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.